first, let me tell you about our sponsor. It's Rough Greens. Uh, have you fed your dog today yet? If you have, did he gobble the food down uh, or did he pick at it? I had a hard time getting Uno to eat at all. And that's the only reason, uh, this is honest, I thought he was a healthy dog. It's the only reason why I started feeding Rough Greens to Uno's because we had to hand feed him all the time. He wouldn't eat unless we, like, here, here, buddy, come on, come on. And I got jamming into his face. He hated it. Started with Rough Greens. Not only does he eat all of his food, he licks the bowl. And then the other thing that I really thought he was a healthy dog, the difference in his health, the difference in his activity level was outrageous. It really was. Try it out with your dog. You'll see what I mean. It's Rough Greens, R-U-F-F greens.com slash Beck. It's uh, not a dog food. It's a supplement. It has all of the vitamins and minerals and everything your dog needs. 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33. It's roughgreens.com slash Beck. America and welcome to the Glenn Beck program. It is Friday. Usually on Friday we try to screw off a bit, but something is happening, and not a surprise it's happening on a Friday, because that's when the government does things that they hope you don't pay attention to. Today, something is happening. In fact, it's happening right now. One of the Blaze TV reporters has been arrested by the FBI. We don't know what the charges are. This is something that we expected because they gave him notice. In fact, they gave him notice over two years ago. He was acting as a reporter. There is no footage of him engaging on anything on January 6th. We have cameras down at the courthouse waiting for him to be arraigned. He was handcuffed. We'll show you all of this here in just a minute. This is extraordinarily important and this is i believe a political prisoner and if every one of you damn journalists don't stand up i didn't stand up because i wasn't steve baker i didn't work for the blaze there will be no one left to stand for you critical day in american history we begin in 60 seconds First, Michael wrote in about his experience with Relief Factory. He says, I'm a professional museum, uh, a museum, uh, musician, and I depend on my hands for a living. That said, I have severe arthritis. I've had it for 25 years. I'm telling you, I tried everything. Nothing worked until I found Relief Factor. It has taken my pain away. Michael, I've been where you are, and I got my life back as well with Relief Factor. It's wonderful to feel whole again and able to do the things that you, you're supposed to be able to do. 
It's a daily supplement that helps your body fight pain by fighting inflammation. It's 100% drug-free, developed by doctors to help reduce or eliminate pain. And over a million people have tried Relief Factor's Quick Start, and about 70% of them go on to order more. See how Relief Factor can help you with their three-week Quick Starts, $19.95. It comes with Relief Factor's Feel Better or Your Money Back Guarantee. So give it a try. Visit relieffactor.com or call 800 the number 4 relief. 800 the number 4 relief. When it uh, when it's taken by you and you feel the difference, you know it works. relieffactor.com. We welcome to the program now Jill Savage. She is a uh, Blaze TV contributor uh, and following this story, yeah, this is going to be um, breaking news all day. Uh, we don't believe anyone else will cover it. That's why it is so crucial that um, we cover it and you spread the news. Or, um, or honestly, America just goes down another road that is unthinkable. The FBI arrested um, a Blaze TV reporter. Jill, what do you know so far? Well, we know that he is going to be appearing in court at 10 a.m. He has already self-surrendered uh, at 7 a.m. this morning. They handcuffed him. And this is a, it's, it's interesting because we think that there are going to be four misdemeanor charges, right? That's what they've told us so far. We don't know that for a fact, right? He has not right. been told the charges up until this point, they said, because they were scared that he would tweet out the charges. Well, at some point, <laughs> this is all going to become public record. So they're also afraid, he's afraid, that it is three or four misdemeanors. How many misdemeanors? Four. Four, four misdemeanors. But they feel that, uh, he feels that they are going to use those four misdemeanors um, to as uh, enticement. You just say you did wrong. Otherwise, we bump it up to a felony. But for the life of me, I cannot understand what, what even the misdemeanors are. You know, they, they were parading. What were some of the other ones that they charged people with? He's not parading. He went as a journalist, and we have, and we'll show you in a few minutes, we just got in the middle of the night from uh, Barry Loudermilk's office and the Speaker of the House. He Those two have been just amazing. Um, they got all of the tape of, uh, of Steve reporting in the Capitol on January 6th. And so we have all of the scene. I, I think there might be a couple more minutes. I don't know. Uh, we don't know how complete it is, but it's fairly complete of him in the Capitol that day just reporting. And our understanding is from the Capitol that there is no parading. There's nothing but journalism taking photographs, taking video uh, and reporting. Yeah, Steve Baker is a Blaze Media reporter now, but on the day of January 6th, when he went into the Capitol building, he was an independent reporter. He said he went in just trying to document the day. He didn't know what January 6th was going to turn into. He just followed the story where it went. He was outside with the crowd and said, OK, a lot of people are going in the building. Let me go see what's going on in there. And from that, they are now turning his life into hell. And you can see that they are not just going out. And he said they could easily just have said in order to appear in front yes. of the court today. But that's not what they did. They put an actual arrest warrant out for him. Uh, and and Steve this week had asked his lawyer, why are they doing this to me? And I said his lawyer looked at him and he said, you know why they're doing this to you. <laughs> You've poked them for three years. That's the other point. 
They've been doing this to him for almost three years now. In December of of 2023, they said an arrest warrant would be imminent. They've been making him wait and wait for these charges to come down. He's just living his life thinking, okay, what time is this going to happen to me? When you know people have been uh, railroaded and if they didn't cooperate, they got 20 years, 20 years. This is like a cancer um, uh, diagnosis. Can you imagine the doctor saying, you might have cancer, you might be fine. Here, I'm going to give you the results of your test. They're imminent any day now. And then you wait two and a half years. That's the, They are making the process the punishment because they don't have anything. And so they're making, they're setting an example by scaring everyone. And I swear to you, America, if you don't wake up on this one, if these reporters, if these journalists don't report this, may God have mercy on your soul for what you've done to the Republic. This is a journalist that is being arrested and you say nothing. May God have mercy on your soul. So they arrested him. Now, they told him to show up in shorts and sandals, right? Right. Which you can't, just can't picture. I, I, I told him, I can't picture you in flip-flops. He does not look like a man who has ever worn flip-flops in his entire life. No. And, and theoretically, right, it's to make it easier just to put the orange jumpsuit on and, and put the chains on yeah. and, and go through, right? Uh-huh. They want to they make this as humiliating as possible. This is not just, here, let's do X, Y, and Z. Let's go through, buy the book, let's do this. No, we want to humiliate you, and that's why we're telling you not what charges you're facing, but we're telling you to show up in shorts and flip-flops. So mm-hmm. this is what happened about an hour ago. Do we have the video of... Steve, there's Steve. We're going to show you. There's Not a, wearing shorts and flip-flops, no, notably. He, he yeah. went in a suit, um, and he's on his way to the FBI. There's a first picture of him. Do we have the video of him being handcuffed? That's all we have right now. Um, but he was, I am told, I have not seen the video. I am told that he was, uh, he was leaned up against the car, and then his face was pushed down onto the, oh, on. onto the hood. And he was handcuffed. They're going to put leg irons on him and an orange jumpsuit. Now, for four misdemeanors, why do you need leg irons? It's all the humiliation game. Right. And that's and that's exactly what it, everything is going back to. None of this needed to happen the way that it is. I hope that that is what people take away from today. None of this needed to happen this way it could have been in order to appear in front of the court it didn't have to be an arrest it didn't have to be in an orange jumpsuit it didn't have to be with the chains right but they're doing this for show you know he told me yesterday glenn that the fifth person to breach the capitol building the fifth was a new york times journalist who went through a the window, window a broken window the fifth one now look i am not at all advocating that the new york times journalist who went in there should be arrested no he should not uh, no. well, quite clearly, this was a story worth uh, covering. covering, and it's Im- it's vitally important we have video that Steve took, which, by the way, was then used by documentaries, by HBO, by by the House, um, yeah, uh, the uh, whatever that council, uh, the committee the was, committee that, of what, clowns, the committee of clowns that went after everybody. Uh, th- they used his footage. 
And now they're going to arrest him for taking it? It is incomprehensible what they're doing. He said that there's a possibility that they get him on some sort of crossing state lines because he crossed state lines and then sold the video. It's like, what What? <laughs> what kind of law is that? I've never even heard of that. Well, they use the Commerce Clause for anything, as yeah, you know. I know. As you know I know. Okay, so you're on your way down to the courthouse. Yes, right? I will be there. I will be there today and reporting back with whatever whatever comes out of the courthouse today. Okay, thank you so much. Thanks, Glenn. Appreciate it. I have done this job since 1978. I have never seen anything like this. I have seen journalists go to jail because they wouldn't reveal a source. That is their choice. And it is always wrong when they won't reveal a source. It's always wrong for the government, I think, to put them in jail. Um, Having again today with uh, Catherine Herridge, right? Yeah. Uh, they're trying to put her in. They're holding her. They're holding her in contempt because she won't give up her sources. It's always wrong. She is, she is a... Long time credible journalist. You can go ahead. You can go ahead. Yeah, she's got to get down to the court. Yeah. Thanks, um, Jill. The, she is a long time credible journalist at the Pentagon. And that CBS just threw her out like she was a dog. And now she's being held because she won't reveal sources. What the hell is this? What country is this? I believe they left Steve alone for two years. He was not a Blaze TV correspondent. They left him alone. They first contacted him, and they had nothing, literally nothing. He is a journalist, an independent journalist when he was at the Capitol. He did not engage in anything— the guy's a libertarian. He wasn't for Trump. He, he, wasn't, he wasn't for anybody. He was an independent journalist. There are, I think, 60 journalists that were on Capitol Hill that day. Now the federal government, as soon as he joined us and started putting his stuff out and it got eyeballs, all of a sudden, they're after him. And I don't think this is, um, I mean, I... I know they need him to stop because he's the guy who has revealed everything. We're getting down to the Kamala Harris stuff. He told me yesterday some things that he's working on. And he said, Glenn, there are other people who know it. Uh, other people have my work in case I uh, become suicidal in jail. He said, uh, and he told me a story I'm not going to tell you. Um, he told me a story if he can prove this, I mean, it's game-changing. This is the clip of him. Is this the clip of him in the Capitol being handcuffed? Here he is, uh, the clip of him being handcuffed today. If you're watching Blaze TV. Gotta be kidding me. Look at that. Perp walk. This is the nicest, quietest, gentlest man I know. It's incredible.
Unbelievable. All right, let me go to. Um, do they uh, normally load people like that into like an Acura? Is that is that a normal? Is that no. normally how they do this? Um, uh, let me go weird. to uh, Ricky, our executive producer. In one minute, stand by. She's also all over this today. This is this is a big day at the Blaze. This is all we're thinking about. We're praying for him. We ask you to pray for him and that justice be served. This is a political prisoner. Uh, our sponsor this half hour is Rough Greens. Jackie wrote in about her dog's experience with Rough Greens. She said, we ordered the sample bag of Rough Greens that you were talking about, Glenn, and our chihuahua loves it. She used to take forever eating her food. Of course, the kibble must be like the size of a softball to a chihuahua. Anyway, she now she gobbles it down and she begs for food every night. Her energy is up. She runs up and down the stairs easier than ever. Jackie, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for giving your dog Rough Greens. Uh, it's not a dog food, as you may know, and Jackie definitely knows. It's a supplement developed by de- naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. And you sprinkle the food uh, with Rough Greens, and it has everything your dog needs. They're going to love it. They have a special deal for you just to try it. You get your first trial bag for free just to make sure your dog likes it and will eat it and will help him eat his or her food. It's Rough Greens, R-U-F-F, greens.com slash Beck. If you go there, they'll give you your first trial bag free. You just pay for shipping. 833-GLENN-33. 833-GLEN-33. It's roughgreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. Ricky is uh, on the phone with us. She's uh, my executive uh, producer, a, a learned and skilled journalist uh, herself. Ricky, welcome to the program. Morning, Glenn. So give me your perspective on this. Well, uh, you know I'm one of your most cynical producers. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Not just producers, people. I, people that yeah, we know. You might be yeah. the most cynical person I know. You're a journalist. We expect uh, it. Yeah. So I was a journalist first before journalism schools got really bad. But uh, I, I don't trust anyone. I don't take them at their word. I, uh, I verify, then I trust. Um, and when I first heard the story of our Blaze Media correspondent, uh, Steve Baker, and the, the charges that were impending for him, I was suspicious at first. I'll be honest. I was like, okay, well, surely he, he did, did something. something. That's right? what they're counting on. And, right. And, you know, I understand that there's grandmas that walked through like everyone else, but Steve told us that he was in his capacity as an independent journalist at the time. I could take him at his word, but I wanted some evidence, and um, we've been asking for that evidence. We wanted to see what exactly was Steve doing in the Capitol on January 6th. Was he being rowdy? Was he, did he have a sign? Did he go put his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk? So for months, we've been asking um, the House to release the footage like they said they were going to, and it's been coming in drips and drops, and, and thankfully... Because it's been coming, Steve has been able to do continue reporting on January 6th, busting the narrative wide open on what the Democrats said happened on January 6th. Just straight up lies, embarrassing everyone. And, you know, while he's got this threat of the charges hanging over his head, this pending impending arrest, he's still reporting. He's still poking the bear. And I'm, you know, I'm like, okay, well, thank you for that news, Steve. When are we going to see the footage of you inside of the Capitol? Well, 
Um, just the other day, he told me it was coming. I looked him in the eye and I said, Steve, he, this is when he knew that he was, a, uh, he was told to turn himself into the FBI this morning at 7 a.m. Central. I said, Steve, look me in the eye. I need to know. Our whole network is standing behind you. Did you do anything violent? Did you commit any crimes on January 6th? And I, he looked me in the eye. He told me, no, they will find nothing. The footage that they do have of me is boring. So overnight, 3 a.m., I think, we finally got at least five minutes of footage of Steve in the Capitol with other January 6th attendees or Trump supporters, however you want to call them, milling around him. And there's Steve. You will see this footage later. We, we got this released just overnight. Um, and I felt for the first time complete um, relief, you know, that he that he was telling the truth and just utter contempt for the government weaponizing the, the First Amendment. What Steve did was the first that was his crime. He was a journalist. He reported on what he saw. And thank God he did, because if we didn't have his reporting, if we didn't have the footage of what actually happened on that day, we would have to believe what the Democrats narrative on that story. So um, if you want to support Steve, I'm, you know, part of my job is to help do a pitch. But you can go to theblaze.com slash truth right now and you can see this truth for yourself. And as you know, we, we got rid of all of our advertising because we knew advertisers were going to be uncomfortable with a lot of things that Steve was reporting. And we said, okay, it's going to be up to the subscribers then to support this continued investigative work. We can't rely on advertisers who partner with big tech. So we're relying on you. You can go to theblaze.com slash truth right now and see that for yourself. Ricky, thank you so much. I know, um, well, I want to talk to you later on in the show, maybe after the show, about what this is feeling like to the staff. There are a lot of people that work here. And mm. I think for a lot of people, when I have said persecution is coming, they are going to attack the blaze. Um, you know, and I've always joked, now would be the time to leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to hear from you when we, you know, later on in the program, what people are feeling now, because it's real. It's, it's not theory anymore. This is real at The Blaze. Thank you so much, Ricky. God bless you. It's Ricky Fellman, uh, my executive producer. More in just a minute. Glenn Beck. The most charitable read of the, uh, the way the government handles our economy is that they're just asleep at the wheel. That's not true. The economic upheaval we're experiencing is being done on purpose. According to a recent Business Insider article, Jamie Dimon, Jeff Bezos, and Mark Zuckerberg have all been selling stock in their own companies to the tune of about $9 billion. Now, what do they know that you don't? My grandfather used to always say in the Great Depression, if we just knew what the millionaires knew. Now it's the billionaires, and they're selling A storm is coming, and Lear Capital is here to help you build a shelter that will withstand the storm. That's gold or silver. I bought my very first gold with Lear Capital. That was two decades ago. Since that time, my investment has actually quadrupled. Do your own homework. Check them out today. In fact, just ask them for their free wealth protection guides. Lear will also credit your account $250 just to welcome you to the family because you're a Glenn Beck listener. 
Just call them now at 800-957-GOLD. 800-957-GOLD. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Support Steve Baker and all of his reporting. If you use the promo code Glenn, you'll save 20 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're glad that you're here. Thank you so much. Uh, we have, uh, do we have Ezra on? Ezra, welcome. Thanks very much. Uh, it's good to be here, but I've got bad news, Glenn. Yeah. What? Canada just introduced the most draconian anti-free speech censorship bill in our history and in the history of any democratic country. I've never seen anything like it. Okay, hang, hang on, new... hang on, hang on, Ezra. Ezra Levant. Okay, I'll, I'll call hang on. I can't wait. I know I Ezra Levant wait. is uh, the host of the Ezra Levant show. Uh, he started Rebel News, which is like the Blaze, has the same kind of mission as the Blaze. Um, Ezra, we just had uh, one of our reporters um, jailed, picked up by the FBI. Oh um, he was the one that is leading the investigation on January sixth. Um, he was arrested this morning about an hour ago, uh, and um, we're in real we're in real trouble as a nation. We're in real real trouble, and you guys are following. Uh, actually, you're leading, I think, um, because you guys have just introduced a bill yesterday that is bone chilling. Well, what you've just reported to me about the arrest of your reporter is terrifying, and I. And I know that you will resist it at all costs. You absolutely must. You cannot allow the arrests of journalists for criticizing the regime to be normalized. That is absolute priority well, one. So as you know, you, as you know, Ezra, that is the mainstream media is not going to cover this. They're not going to cover it. Uh, and it's if reprehensible. He, if he was on the other side of the political aisle, all he would be willing a, winning a Pulitzer. Yeah. Uh, there would be national press conferences for him. You would see Amnesty International talking about it. You might even see the United Nations talking about it. But if yeah. he is conservative oriented or a critic of the regime, it'll be crickets. Let me tell you what's going on in Canada, because as I always say, what happens in Canada today may happen in the U.S. five years from now. It's like we're a bad time machine to see your future. This week, Justin Trudeau introduced a new bill called Bill C-63. It's got a lot of things in it that are atrocious. He's created a new hate crime bill life in prison, new hate crime law. There's nothing that gets you life in prison in Canada, not even murder, but hate speech now does. He's created a pre-crime for hate. If you have, quote, fear of hate, fear of hate, that's the, that's the title of the section of the law, you can get a judge to issue a kind of restraining order against your enemy before he does anything, before he says anything, and that restraining order can include House arrest, giving up any lawful firearms, limiting who he can talk to directly or indirectly, limiting the places he can go and requiring him to take uh, urine and blood tests just because you are, quote, afraid he might in the future say some hate speech. He doesn't have to have done anything in the past. This is a 
pre-crime, like in that science fiction movie, Minority Report. That's in this bill. Let me tell you other things in this bill. Donald Trump and his travails with the U.S. legal system, they're covered a lot by the Canadian media. And Justin Trudeau's obsessed with Donald Trump. So he's been watching what Democrats have done, and he's learned from it. Trump is being prosecuted by high-profile prosecutors. Trudeau has won up that. Trudeau has, has now said that anyone in Canada, even non-citizens, can file hate speech complaints against anyone. And if they are successful, they get $20,000 from the target, and the target has to pay a fine of up to $50,000. So let me just say this more clearly. If there's anyone on social media, because this is a social media law through those introduced, if there's anyone who has a YouTube video, a tweet, a Facebook comment that you think creates hate, you can go to the Canadian Human Rights Tribunal and complain about it. You don't have to hire a lawyer. You don't have to spend any money. The government will have the hearing. And if your complaint is upheld, you get 20 grand from the victim. So instead of having maybe 20. Wait, 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 wait. Who gets the 30, the remaining 30? 20 goes to the complainant and an additional 50 goes to the government. So you're on the hook for 70 grand a pop. So let's take someone like Jordan Peterson. Every day he's saying something controversial on YouTube, on Twitter. Oh, and by the way, this applies to all of your historical work that's online. So as long as it's still online and you control it, oh my God, they can go back through your history five years, 10 years. And why wouldn't they complain about literally every tweet you make literally every YouTube video? There's no cost. There's no downside. And even if only 5% of your complaints get through to the target, you're smacking them with 20 grand for yourself and a 50 grand fine. This will create a huge industry. So Trudeau saw what they were doing to Trump and said, I can do one better. I'm not going to have a few sniper shots. I'm going to have a shotgun blast. I'm going to have hundreds of complaints swarming my enemies, and I don't even have to do it. I will mobilize a woke army. But there's one more thing, and I, people can't believe it when I tell it to them, but it's right there in the law in black and white. You can make a complaint in secret. And oh the my target gosh. of your complaint never gets to know your identity. You can give evidence in secret. The complaint can be made in secret. So you could have a company, a political party, a busybody who's literally filing a hundred a day and you'll never know it. And, and let me just be clear about one thing. You don't have to be a victim. You don't have to have any standing. You don't have to be mentioned at all. You can just do this as a hobby, as an obsession, as a job, as a political vengeance. Maybe you're a disgruntled ex-employee. This is all in Bill C-63, and you take it all together. This is the most draconian anti-free speech bill anywhere in the world, other than, I suppose, Iran and China, who just do this stuff naturally. And kill you. Um, yeah. so what does that mean to people like you, Ezra? Cause you're going to be attacked. Uh, oh, Rebel we're, news we're is going to be attacked. You're yeah, out. Well, let me just, let me go to first principles for one second. Let me tell you what they're doing at the basic principle level here. What is a hate crime? What's hate, Glenn? 
It's a human emotion. If you never feel any hate in your life, you don't have a fully formed personality. The, the challenge in life is to take these bad emotions and transform them into positive work, into reforming the world, into fixing a problem. Hate comes from an underlying grievance. So to pass a law to say we're going to ban hatred, that's impossible. If it were possible, we'd have passed the Love Each Other Act a long time ago and we'd be in heaven. So to criminalize a human emotion, it, it, it's a, a insane and that is what the law actually governs the law. And I know because I was charged under a precursor to this law about 15 years ago when I published the Danish cartoons of Mohammed. I was charged with publishing something, quote, likely to expose a person to hatred or contempt, unquote. So it's a pre-crime. It's a future crime. And it's not to do any actual damage. It's just to hurt feelings. And, and that's the thing is it's so subjective we're all guilty in advance. So he, as the Soviet secret police chief, Lavrenti Beria, said, show me the man, I'll find you the crime. We're all guilty of having hate in our hearts. So it's just whoever they choose to prosecute will get dinged. So tell me this won't pass in Parliament. Well, the reason it was introduced this week is because last week, Justin Trudeau signed a new coalition agreement with a hard left-wing socialist party. Justin Trudeau does not have a majority of seats in our house. So he signed a coalition deal with an even worse party. And I fear this will be passed into law. And I fear, you know, I mean, it'll take some time. They're setting up three new censorship agencies, not one, but three. There will be three new censorship bureaucracies. And I think it's going to take them a number of months to get it going. Months. I think this will probably be operational in 2025. And then it's going to be the final battle, Glenn, because, you know, this this will bankrupt any critic of the regime. And then there's those pre-crime restraining orders. And then there's the actual criminal prosecution. They've created a standalone hate crime law for life in prison. Not even murder gets you that in Canada. So if this passes, you've become... A Stasi state, uh, uh, East Germany. Yeah, the secret informants, the secret prosecutions, the secret witnesses, the uh, subjective political nature of the crime, the three different agencies. It's, oh, and here they have special rules for Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. They say if they get a complaint, a hate complaint, they must take it down within 24 hours or be subject to enormous fines. And so there's no way you can adjudicate if something is right or wrong or fair or not in 24 hours. And the fines are so enormous. Basically, a complaint will automatically get things taken down. Again, I'm going to tell you something now, and you're probably not going to believe me, but I swear it's in the text of the law. There are fines in there that can tag global social media companies 8% of their global revenue. So Justin Trudeau sitting up here in Canada says to Facebook, if you break my law, I will find you 8% of your entire worldwide revenue. That's a $10 billion fine. Now, I think Facebook, YouTube, Google, et cetera, I think they're probably going to push back on this, or maybe they'll just leave Canada and Trudeau's going to be fine with that. Facebook has already left Canadian news. Because Trudeau said to them, you have to pay $100 million to our list of approved journalists for the pleasure of linking to them. And Facebook said, 
that makes no sense. We're getting out of the Canadian news business. You cannot post a Canadian news story on Facebook. It blocks it. Trudeau's fine with that because that hurts the independent guys like us. You cannot read Rebel News on Facebook. We're blocked, as are every other Canadian news source. We are becoming like China in that there's this great firewall of Canada going up. Trudeau would be happy shutting down any independent sources of news. Soon there will only be two kinds of journalists left in Canada. Government journalists and banned journalists, Glenn. Okay, Ezra, could you hang on for just a second? Because I want to go back to what we're talking about here, because you're ahead of us, but that kind of stuff is coming here. Um, but we've had a journalist arrested. And I, I, I'd love to hear you uh, make a plea to other journalists to wake the crap up and start fighting against this stuff. Could you do that for me in just a few minutes? Yes, All yes. Right, back in just a second. All right. Uh, if you're getting ready to sell your house, and that means, you know, you're going to need pictures, lots and lots of pictures. I get it. Well, you know, my cousin Eddie, he's pretty good around a camera. Uh-huh. Cousin Eddie also failed photography school because he left the lens cap on the camera the whole semester. So, you know, maybe we should get a professional. You need somebody who can take amazing photos of your home and put them online to show prospective buyers in the market. This is one of the many things that real estate agents that you can trust will help you with. A really competent agent, one you can trust, uh, the, the, they have a huge Rolodex of everybody that they work with that can help sell your house. And the inspectors, the appraisers, the home repair contractors, the photographers, the list goes on and on. My company is dedicated to 100%. Pairing you up with real estate agents that you can trust. Whether you're buying or selling or just have a question or two, we've been helping this audience for over 10 years now through billions of dollars in sales. Real estate agents I trust. The name says it all. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Are opinions weighing you down? Call in and let it out. 888 727 this is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck Program. Uh, we're having to move things around. We have Alan Dershowitz coming up. We were going to talk to him about some other things, but developing overnight um we we do have um we do have steve baker a journalist from blaze uh now arrested we have the charges they just released the charges we'll give you that we also have breaking news i don't know what it is but i am told by washington that it is massive news uh that will be coming up in about an hour and five minutes uh we'll have more uh, as our coverage continues, of a dark day for journalism, uh, the arrest of Steve Baker, the guy who has been leading the investigation on January 6th. We go back to Ezra Levant. Ezra, we have two minutes. I'd just like to hear, because you're a longtime journalist, um, you have played in these circles for a while now up in Canada. Why, why won't the press actually protect 
Everybody. I know I do. I, I stand up for them when, when they're being uh, messed with by the government. If free speech is one of those strange gifts that you have to give to your opponents if you want it for yourself. It's, it's so unusual that way. That's what makes free speech so hard is you've got to give it for people who say things you hate. Otherwise, you're not really talking about free speech. And a generation ago, the left knew that. In fact, in the 60s and 70s, free speech was sort of the turf yeah. of the left. And, and they knew that. In fact, there was an incredible case out of California, uh, a guy who, who wore a shirt that said F-U-K, F-U-C-K, the draft, into a courthouse. And that went all the way to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court said one man's profanity is another man's lyric. And he had to be able to say F-U-C-K the drafts because that was the depth of his opinion. And that that's U.S. Supreme Court law. That's how it was. The left used to understand that. But that's when they used free speech to challenge the establishment. The establishment back then was still conservative. Now that those radicals control the levers of power, they don't want anyone else challenging them. And, and it's so depressing that the left has abandoned free speech, and most media companies have too. In Canada, it's particularly acute because they're all paid for by the government. Never let government fund your journalists. They're bad enough as it yeah. is already, Glenn. Thank you very much. Ezra Vaughn from Rebel News, thanks for the update on the insane new censorship bill up in Canada. As you're dealing with that, uh, we are dealing with the arrest of a Blaze TV reporter. Um, please join us at blazetv.com. The Glenn Beck Program.